Oh wait. Okay. Hi everyone. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Creative Podcast. Uh, sounding like an intro there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my name is Lily. <laughs> yes. And my partner's name is. Venus, oh my god, I feel like we're presenting like, you know, in MI again. These are my group mates. They are blah 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 then they will like introduce themselves. That feels yeah. just like that. Yeah. And also nowadays they have there have been reports that the local community volunteers are actually like getting the virus itself. Oh my god. Yeah, there have been. Like all of the people who are volunteering their time at the Facilities like Expo and whatnot. So oh no, okay. Yeah, I'm really thinking about like what Create can actually do for these people, but um, I think our our abilities and capabilities are limited right now. So instead of like coming to Create or like using Create as a platform, I think we ourselves can actually go out and volunteer our time to sew masks for the people who actually need them the most. Obviously, like these um healthcare volunteers, they have surgical masks, but the people outside who are like let's say cleaners, the auntie and uncles, you know, it's usually more difficult for them to get access to disposable masks because mm-hmm. it's very expensive and you have to understand that the, their income is also um, an issue. And nowadays, I, I can see like, even though the pandemic is like, the circuit breaker is like halfway through, I still see masks being sold at $35 per box. That's crazy, man. Like, who can afford that shit? Yeah. What about you? Like, are you have you been stocking up on masks? Well, a lot of, um, do I call them pandemic businessmen? But uh, they're very good at stocking up a lot of boxes. So uh, my, yeah, my dad's friend is one of those. So we just got like five boxes from him. Yeah. You better give y'all a discount. What the heck? Mm. I, I don't know if he did, but I'm not going to ask. <laughs> how much, how much your dad actually got those masks for? I don't I don't really know actually, but I do, but one thing is that like the time I went to Fair Price to do my groceries, right, then like the cashier lady, um, okay, like, I, I went to buy yogurt because uh, I'm all about that yogurt drink, <laughs> Ambrosia. Yes, but uh, she was like, uh, 小姐,小姐, miss, you want to buy mask? Then they had like a lot in stock though, so I don't think there is a lack of supply anymore. Especially yeah. after all that hoarding. Honestly, I, I, don't, the prices. I, don't think, I don't think from the start there wasn't like a lack of supply, but the government just said that we shouldn't wear masks. That's like the initial um, thing that was actually conveyed to Singapore. The message was to not wear masks unless you are sick. But mm. afterwards, the World Health Organization actually realized that masks do prevent like the spread of the virus. And when it got like a little worse, they actually started out with the mask wearing. So... For me personally, I've been sewing masks, as you know. Mm-hmm. So recently, Sina very kindly sponsored me a <laughs> sewing machine. Because <laughs> she lost the bed. Yes. Can we talk about that? Okay. So basically, just how, how many days ago? I think four days ago, it was my last deadline. So actually, because of situations happening in the world, the university has no choice but to change our assign- uh, our exams into assignments. So we've been rushing deadlines for a long, long time. I feel, uh, but now that it's over, I feel like that was also a very long time ago. Yeah, it's actually but- a- over a week ago, actually. Yeah. Is it? <clears throat> yeah, the sewing machine came like a week ago, you know. Oh. 
she, she has lost all track of time. This girl, look at her. Oh yeah. dear, this is what the CV does to you. It does. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Basically, the, the bet that I lost is that um, we're doing this one module together. Then we were saying that we have to finish it by today because the more we drag, the worse it's going to be when, it, when we have to, when it's up for a deadline. Then <laughs> she was like, okay, if we don't do, you will sponsor me a sewing machine. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. But that day I was like, I, I just really couldn't get into that yeah, mode of work. So. so, but I finished mine, so I got my sewing machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you're going a, you're good, you're doing a good deed, and it's also for create. You see, because we're actually making a lot of masks for different people in our community. I'm saying mm-hmm. that to convince her that that was a good decision made to 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 make that bet with me. It's, don't worry, <laughs> um, I don't regret. Hey, hey. Yes, and right now we're actually producing the mask. Well, I am producing the mask because we can't meet up to actually make the masks together. Uh-huh. But I've been getting this, um, the fabrics from this online store called Lai Nai Xiong. We all love that name. Don't oh. be support local, guys. Hashtag support local. So get your fabrics from Lai Nai Xiong. <laughs> Are you sure it's local? It doesn't sound very local. Yo, it's local. It's like a homegrown business, bro. It's like Lai Nai Xiong. I'm like, oh my god, is this some China like person that's going to like mail my things like 30 days later? No, mm-hmm. it's local and they're selling their fabrics like pretty um, like affordably for like one meter of poly cotton. It's $2 and usually it's like six fifty. But I'm wow. not going to bore you with the details about how much those fabrics are. But if you want to like donate money to actually... Uh, help with the fabric making process but you can do it with uh, mask sewn with love it's a singaporean national level kind of mask making volunteering campaign mm. and if you can't sew you don't have a sewing machine you don't have the time because um, of whatever reason you can go ahead and just donate some money to contribute to the mask making process and the mask will be given to foreign workers and the vulnerable communities in Singapore mm. okay that's a plug and if you guys want a mask for yourself from Create we actually have supplies I think we have up to 120 masks I'm not really sure but we're also giving our masks to the senior activity centers that we're working with so if you want a free fabric mask you can go to <laughs> but but the senior activity centers are not open yeah they are yeah, they're not. But I was actually thinking that you would say www.creighth.org. So visit our website to get your mask, guys. Okay, this is what happens when you're like filming the podcast for the first time. I mean, recording the podcast for the first time. We have like chaotic energy. Uh-huh. So that is all of the mask things and whatever we have been talking about so far. But let's talk about our own personal experiences while we're in quarantine. So maybe you can start because I think you're most affected by it. Okay. So basically what happened was uh, my family member was diagnosed with COVID-19. So according to Singapore's protocol, ev- everyone in who's living in the same household has to be quarantined for 14 days. So I remember, <laughs> it was so weird because I remember the day uh, when my family member went into the hospital, like me, my sister and my dad, well, we were just like sitting at the dining table and then we were just waiting for the police officers to come. And they were like, why are they not here yet? Do they really have a lot of people that they have to go to? And, and yes, they really, really do. 
Yeah, right. We we were quarantined on the same day, were we? Yeah, we were quarantined on the same day. Right. Okay, okay. so funny story. Not really that funny, actually. But uh-huh. the reason why I'm also quarantined it was because I also came into contact with her family member. Mm-hmm. And that family member, I was only sitting around them for like three to five minutes. Mm, and because yeah. of that three to five minutes, I was quarantined mm-hmm. for 11 days. So the story about my quarantine is a bit different because I actually stay alone in NTU Hall. Because mm. the two of us are from NTU, right? And we um usually what happens to me is that I don't go back to I don't go back to my personal place, which is this place that I'm currently in right now recording my podcast. Mm. I don't go back home um very often during the semester. So what happened was I actually didn't see my parents for like one whole month straight. Mm. And my quarantine is a bit weird Because I was actually the first local Singaporean To be quarantined In yeah. the NTU Brett Hall facility Yeah So Honestly compared to our quarantine right why? How is this Circuit breaker thing different For you? Well number one um, You can go out <laughs> Yeah Basically you can go out I mean like you know Like I gotta get my yogurt drinks so I can do grocery runs. But for, oh my god, for actual quarantine, they were so strict when they said it. Like, you cannot step out of your house even to throw rubbish. So I remember I had to call the town council to tell them to come and like pick up our rubbish at 4.30pm every day. But um, they did lah for the first two days. Then afterwards... They gave up. They uh, gave up like straight yes. up. And back then when we were quarantined, right, it's not like as if it's the circuit breaker or whatever. I think we were quarantined like in early March or something when the... Oh, it was the middle of SEM. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the pandemic wasn't even like a pandemic yet. It was yeah. only like... They only said that it was a pandemic on the 11th of March. And that's in the middle of the quarantine. Do you know like how scared I was? Because literally, right, NTU said that I was the only local there. And back then in around March, you say it's the middle of SEM, right? So mm. all of the people that were originally um, what's that called quarantined in that facility, all of them moved out already. So yeah. I was the only person in the entire facility, and I was put on the highest floor with no human interaction. I felt like I was in the wilderness, and there was no internet connection because I don't have a router. It was so horrible. I was like, oh my gosh! And you know what's the worst part? Do you know what's the worst part? I mean, we've been skyping every single day when we were quarantined. Mm-hmm. What's the worst part for me? Do you know? Uh, is it the random booms that you would hear? No, it's the food. It's the bloody food that they oh. serve me. Jesus, it was the... Oh my God. If you want to torture a fat lady, just put them in quarantine and give them shit food every day and tell them you can go out. You didn't have to tell them that you were a fat lady. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, they know now. Okay. Mm-mm. So, I, I just feel so... <laughs> Tortured there. <laughs> yeah. No, but like seriously, the room was so small. The mm. only thing that I was even like thankful about is that I'm paying Hall 7 fees to actually stay in Great Hall 1. Great. Beautiful. Yeah, because Hall 7, if you guys don't know, is like NTU's most Zapalang Hall. They're mm-hmm. actually demolishing it soon in June. And they're going to move us to a more fancy hall and call that fancy hall Hall 7. But we all know that's not Hall 7. Like OG NTU students know that Hall 7 is that Ulu Ulu place. The MVP, the, the hall rent is so cheap there. But I, de- I guess that's like the only good thing that happened to me. Because even during the quarantine, right, I had to do a lot of, what's that called, presentations. 
Oh right. Yeah. Oh god. So and and because my internet connection was literally my own data. Mm-hmm. Can you just bloody imagine how slow it was? Like half the time that the class cannot hear me. That that was such a wonderful presentation. Like on the on the good note, right? I'm super thankful that we actually get to SU everything this semester. If not, oh, I'm screwed. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about the SUs, man. <laughs> yeah, but basically, uh, some. I don't know. I think it's something that the students fought for or something. But basically, they wanted them to like allow us a chance of keeping our GPA safer. So some students probably, I think, like asked the faculty to give us some way of preventing our GPA from dropping because of the virus situation. You see, man, so, I, thought, I thought it's because like, people were like talking on NTU confessions and then they're like, Oh, can we like get an SU option? Then the SU president did something about it. Oh, really? Oh my god. I actually don't Sweet. know, but that gave me like some hope that NTU confessions is actually not just a place for people to throw posts and shit talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. ha- have you SU everything? Do you SU everything? I I the only thing I didn't SU is my minor. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I asked you yeah. I actually I don't know. I still have one more day to decide if I want to SU. Oh yeah. Yeah, because the, the SU date ends on the twelfth and like it's only the eleventh today. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So oh. more about the quarantine, right? During mm. the quarantine I remember just Skyping you every day and I was mm. also going through a breakup during the quarantine. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Should we talk about that? I think I think it's fine. He won't he won't like listen to the podcast. Okay, I mean, sure. Yeah. What what I remember was just like you skyping. Actually, okay, she didn't tell me anything about the breakup until like way after the situation. <laughs> so I was just there, and then, but okay, I must say though, there were a lot of random booms that came to your on on your side. Like I don't know, were they like? Throwing a boulder at your building. I no idea. I was so scared because everybody has been telling me, you are the only person in this entire building. What the hell are you listening to? And I'm like, is it the cleaner? Initially, I thought it was a cleaner. It wasn't. It's just like the, the structural integrity of the building sucks, the I guess. Heck? Oh my god. I actually gross. don't know. I don't know what I've been listening to, but the room was so small and I was going insane. Then I keep hearing these sounds. Yeah, but, but, but I heard it too. So you weren't going crazy. Yeah, initially I thought I was like, oh my god, this must be my PTSD acting up again or some shit. I don't know, I was damn scared and I was alone. So I was going insane and I had to like talk to somebody every single day. And back then I was like, sort of hiding my relationship from Sinner. Oops, Mm-mm. did I call you Sinner? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so that's why I call her lah and she calls me Kirsten, but... um. In, in this podcast, you can know us by our English names. Yeah, you make us global appeal. Yeah, global appeal, guys. <laughs> so, no, but seriously, it was really difficult for me because I was alone. Mm. I was confined to a small airspace. Thank oh, you yes. for the aircon, but because of the aircon, I was also coughing and I was like, oh shit, this is it. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Then every single day, my mom actually sends me messages that telling me that I'm gonna die. Ah. Uh. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. So I was really like, okay, I'm screwed. I, I probably have the virus and this is this is it, man. This is it. So that's why I've been so I've been like texting her every day. But also in her house, um I think there was quite a bit of uh drama also, right? Oh yeah. I mean, okay, it's not family drama or whatever, but particularly because of 
mm, my family members are how, how do I say this relation to a specific case the media was hounding us also I mean I don't want to badmouth any like a journalist company in Singapore so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop names but like legit reporters in Singapore we have so obvious yeah don't don't expose them lah <laughs> you are literally exposing them right now oh my goodness this is so yeah. and not just the media but there were also like mm. a lot of posts and stuff and yeah. like even though the cases were was like about 100 over mm. like, were damn scared because that's when the whole pandemic actually was announced and then we have cases going up in Italy and everything and the, the spread was suddenly just like booms you know yeah it's like something exploded hey hey <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but but seriously though, that was like. But I would rather be quarantined then than now. Yeah, I agree. Because mm. it's so much more uncertain now than back then. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. it just but, was. Ugh. That's true. But on the bright side, <laughs> the amount no. of community cases have gone down. Yeah, the community so that's a good cases thing. have gone down. Mm. But. I would say like the, the quarantine is was really a weird experience because back then we had like, so many deadlines and suddenly oh god was just, like, like, yeah halt all of a sudden it feels really unreal. Also talking about deadlines, right? We just finished two years of university. Then oh like, hey, now everyone knows we're in year three. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's fine. They they can know that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Thinking back, it just really makes me like, oh god, it really feels like it was a long, long time ago, but then also not really. We're gonna have a long, awkward pause in this podcast right now. I don't know, but I must say, I'm really thankful for the family members who actually like bought groceries for us because, especially because, like, uh, the announcement of COVID-19 being a pandemic happened in the middle of our quarantine. It was really hard to get groceries because everyone was going to hoard stuff. But then like our house was running out of supplies. So my aunt and uncle legit like queued up with so many people just so that they can get groceries for us. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so nice. But, my gosh. Yeah. That's heartwarming, man. Yeah. It's really nice. But like, also, the hoarding is just... I, I still can't get, like, that image of the auntie with, like, a huge mountain of Maggie... Maggie B, like, in, in her in her cart. And then she was just pushing it. I bet she don't have hair now. Either she don't have hair or she have a lot of Maggie Me. Which one do you want? <laughs> yeah. Both don't sound very appealing, ah. I know, right? I mean, imagine having Maggie Me every single day. Like, why the Ew. hell would you hurt so much, auntie? Why you do that, auntie? You don't like hair, is it? Don't like hair, give me lah. Oh yeah, about that, right? Like, I have another aunt who suddenly, like, after quarantine, she gave us a lot of stuff. Like, one huge... It, it looked like a hamper, but it's not lah. It's just one trolley of things. And she's like, oh, this one ah, This one is from uh, my friend's uh, mother. Uh, my friend's mother. What? My... My friend's friend or something like that lah. Some some mutual friend. Then she was like, Oh, it's because uh 
that time while we were hoarding, we got too many things. So now I'm giving it to all my friends because I care about you. Yeah, yeah. you care about my ass, goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay, lah, but at least she's like giving back to the community. Like she's not like opportunistically like selling things. So like people want to buy their Maggie hoarder. Yeah, but the, the, the funny thing is like, like the next few days, like FairPrice stocked up everything already. So it's like, Aha, jokes on you. How are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with all that Maggie me? It's so ridiculous. Precisely. Okay, so are we done talking about our quarantine? Is there anything else that we can talk about? Uh aside from how scared and how sad we were. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, yeah. But I guess Oh, but it's kind of funny though, cause like we had to somehow get on with lessons even though we were in quarantine. So I remember very clearly that um, a professor put me in his pocket. Oh right, <laughs> that's actually my fault. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> but damn clear though. So basically, what happened was um, so do I call you Venus? Oh, Venus was Skype calling me. <laughs> Sounds weird, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've never heard you call me Venus in my life. Ah, that's strange. <laughs> okay, but basically, she was calling me on uh, her phone. And then I, I was like telling her I can't really hear him, like our professor, very well. So she was like, do you want me to ask him to put you in his pocket? Like you as in the phone. So he actually did it, you know. Oh my God. Yeah, He's such but- a funny professor. Yeah, give me the boss to actually ask him to put you in his pocket in the first place, please. Credit oh where credit is due, lady. Yes, indeed. Oh, it was the clearest, clearest lecture I've ever had. Yeah, even when I was better in person, man. Yes, exactly. Oh my god. Okay, but yeah, fun, fun, fun time. Yeah, Question fun back. times. <laughs> in quarantine, woo. Yeah, but honestly... Throughout the entire circuit breaker, right? I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm losing track of time more than when I was in quarantine. in Alone in a big-ass building. Like, that's just, it's really insane and mental. Like, I have people telling me that, oh, today is Monday, you know? And I'm like... Ah, it's Monday? Oh, yeah, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then the thing is, like, I thought yesterday, because I'm still teaching, but I can still lose track of time. Mm. It's very scary. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, maybe it's because in quarantine, right, there was a specific date that you would be let out. So you are counting down the days to being let out. All right, that's true. Yeah. Now talk about but, it that way. But, but now in Circuit Breaker... <laughs> I mean, there's a specific time for us to be let out too, but it's like too far away. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, by right, we were supposed to resume businesses like on the 4th of May. And then mm-hmm. I had like an internship, but now it's delayed all the way to June. <sighs> right. Right, internships, let's talk about that, shall we? Oh, okay. In NTU, right, internships are not compulsory, at least not for the courses that we are in, because Mm. um, was it business that has... I think it's business. Yeah, so Mm. we don't need to actually get an internship, but we obviously having an internship is better than not having one, Yeah. um, supposedly. But the thing is that a lot of companies actually record their internships in the middle of... Um, the semester and everybody was panicking because some of them have actually like secured their internships since January, February. For myself, it was very uncertain for me because they were thinking of whether to push it back or to cancel it altogether. 
but mm. I actually started finding my internship in November 2019. Like even the mm. entire pandemic thing happened. So can you like imagine my stress and I was like, oh shit, they're gonna cancel my internship and I'm screwed, you know, that kind of feeling. So <clears throat> they didn't, yeah. thankfully. It was just um pushed back, but that also means that my internship is gonna be like shorter. Four weeks shorter, yeah. Yeah. But well, at least for you, you got it really, really early. So that's a that's something that you should be given credit for, man. You really found it really early. Yeah, yeah then for I mean, me. <laughs> very kiasu. I cannot like, I don't like to, you know, have uncertainty. So if I know that I need mm. to get something done and it's going to be a competitive market out there, I'm going to put my ass out there to find an internship for myself. Mm-mm. So I'm not going to share what internship that I, I actually have right now because I'm not allowed to do so. But, you know, it's a good place. It's a social enterprise. It's also an essential service. So, that is something that can't wait to, you know, dip my toes into. Mm. And as for you, how was your... <laughs> so, uh, I didn't get an internship. Mm. Probably because, like, I put all my eggs in one basket. Yeah, and then uh, the basket just uh, broke in half. So, yeah. Then, I have uh, kids. Uh, yeah, don't, 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 don't count your chicks before they hatch. Is that how it goes? I don't know. Oh, don't tell me all this flowery, flowery garbage. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Uh, basically, um, it's really not fun trying to do, uh, what's the word, internship interviews like at the last minute. But oh God, at that point in time, our government was still telling us not to wear masks. Uh, yeah, so actually it was quite a while ago. I was doing, I, how many interviews did I do? Oh God, I did you, should like, talk about, you should talk about the one where they, you actually wore a mask to the interview, but then, mm, yeah, I think that's yeah. a good story to talk about. Okay, so I'm not going to say where, but basically I went for this interview and I wore a mask uh, because, okay, it's going to sound so stupid, but I swear what I did was legal. I Okay, quarantine ends at 12pm in Singapore on the last day, okay, and then just nice that internship they asked me can uh, for, they asked for me to do the interview on that specific date so i asked them is it okay if i do it at 3 p.m so at 12 p.m when my quarantine ended i was already preparing to go out so the reason why i put on a mask was literally because i just came out of quarantine but i didn't want to scare them so i didn't really tell them that i just I just came out of quarantine. That's, that sounds damn scary, actually. Yeah, it, it really does. Especially back then, everything was still very, like, weird. It was a really weird mo- uh, period of time. But uh, I did the interview. So I entered the building. Then the hiring manager, I think, she came out to, like, meet me. Then she saw me wear a mask. Then she asked me, are you feeling unwell? Oh. And I told her. Yeah, then I told her, oh, um, I, I just thought that it would, it's my social responsibility to wear a mask. And she said, well, the government told you not to wear it if you're not sick, right? Oh. So, I, so I was like, okay. So I just took it off. And then I did the interview with my mask off. Don't worry. I don't have COVID-19. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking right. about not having COVID-19. After we finished our quarantine, sorry, we actually weren't tested. That's why she, could have, she got out like at 12 p.m. Like yeah. Right off the bat, we can just leave our house without getting tested or anything. But yeah. in the fourteen days, if let's say you don't have any symptoms, or like um your symptoms is just you scaring yourself, like like yours truly, 
like, you just leave the entire place. Like, nobody's gonna stop you from anything. Yeah. I actually, we actually thought that we were gonna get tested, like, on the last day or something, but they, yeah. they didn't. So, like, we, you made a call, actually, and you asked, and they're like, oh, if you don't have any symptoms, you won't be testing. Yeah. So, we weren't tested, but don't worry. <clears throat> Afterwards, I did get tested some sort. So basically, they are doing this, uh, Singapore's doing this research where they want to test people who were not diagnosed but were close contacts with people who has or had COVID-19. So after the quarantine, I think about two weeks or three weeks after the quarantine, they took my blood and then um, <laughs> and they did research. So uh, I didn't get a call back from them. So I assume I am COVID-free. <laughs> if not, I wouldn't be at home. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I have no symptoms. Like my entire family didn't have any symptoms. So we're just lucky. Really, really lucky. Oh yeah, do you remember I actually went to the University Wellbeing Centre to like get some procedures done? And then oh, like the, the lady actually was so scared after she's like, you just came out from quarantine one week ago and you weren't tested? Oh my god, what do I do? Then like the entire session that I was supposed to get my things done for you know, like the process of doing things, mm-hmm. it's just spent on her freaking out about the fact that I have COVID-19 or like the possibility. It's like, how can you not be tested? Oh dear, what is the government doing? And that's coming from someone who's working from NTU, ah, eh, no, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Really controversial already. Let's not step onto that boundary. Yeah. But seriously, um, everybody was very surprised that um, people don't get tested after they... they yeah, including us. <laughs> yeah, including us, we we are working ourselves then. Yeah, yeah, but we so a lot of what happened was after the quarantine, right? A lot of my students dropped out of my tuition for like one or two months because back then tuition was still done in person, right? Mm. So for the entire month, I lost like half of my income first of all, and also I was just really upset. And because they refused to test us, a lot of people are really afraid of us. Mm, correct. I'm serious, I. Even my mom is afraid of myself. I have to actually, I actually had to lie, and until now, she she still thinks that I got tested, but I, I, I never got tested. <laughs> if not, I can't come home because she won't let me come home unless she knows that I'm COVID free. So well, actually, right, honestly, even if I did have COVID or whatever, I wouldn't have. I I don't know, you know. Yeah, because they won't test us. But from what I heard, lah, now if you come out from stay home notice or quarantine, you will be tested. I think it's because the test kits are more available now. Yeah, because back then it was uh, during the early stages and the swap test is the only way to go and I I heard that it hurts. Yes, my family member complains about it. She says that's the worst test she's ever done. I was like, okay, now I know. She goes straight up her nose, right? For like how many days straight? Because she has to test negative for a few days. Yeah, correct. So so the thing just keeps sticking out her nose every day? uh? Uh, Not every day, but like... She had to do it quite a number of times, lah. I mean, if if you obviously still got the symptoms, don't need to test, lah, right? <laughs> but I'm very scared, lah. Oh my god! <laughs> Not even about the virus, but the fact that they had to stick one long, long thing in your nose. Oh you? god, yeah, yeah. Ah, I'm cringing just thinking about it. I can't, I can't. Oh my gosh. But yeah, mom, you weren't tested. My mom is in the house right now. I do his Okay, understood. But yeah. basically. Like, um, I was tested lah, but it's not really a test test, it's more of research. So yeah, I think, I think... She was paid $50 for a time. Uh, no, $70 in fair wow. price voucher. 
but is it fair price voucher? So what you can do the hoarding with the aunties? Uh no, I went and bought a lot of yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you spend your COVID nineteen research yes. money on yogurt. Yeah. Fresh and fine, my dear. So mm-hmm. that was that was our quarantine like stories. Yeah. <clears throat> actually, oh. I remember the day itself, right? When they actually took me from Hall 7. Oh my god, my voice, help me. <laughs> Do you need some water? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I have a lot of phlegm mm. today. Okay. Must be all of the milk that I'm drinking. Anyway, Mm-mm. during the day itself where I was actually sent to the facility, right? There's this guy that had to like process my um, entire application procedure and he was hot. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's really hot but the thing is that right we had to awkwardly sit there for 30 minutes with him having the mask on looking at me like oh my god this girl's gonna cry because the entire process was really difficult because for my case right they are wondering why I can't just go back home remember mm. And mm-hmm. back then, because the contact tracing, they, it, they take a long time throughout the entire yes. day, remember? So Very what long. happens was, um, for, for her case, right, your case, mm-hmm. you actually, the people reached you around 8 or something, right? Something like that. Yeah, 8pm. Yeah, and then they come to my place at around like 9, and then they stayed there all the way until 11. And I only got to move in at 11.30. So the process mm. wasn't like a very smooth process at all. It was just, there's a lot of ups and downs and they have to actually care about whether, um, they have to plan their route, especially. Like in Jurong yeah. West back then, in NTU area, there was a lot of infections. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So just nice, um, during that time, we were also like, we are obviously in Jurong West because we are from NTU, NTU right? NTU, yeah. So, <laughs> so, and NTU is like the furthest thing away from civilization. So literally, uh, yes. I was like one of the last people that they're actually getting to. So I was them worried mm. the entire day thinking like, oh, can I go to the toilet? Because I was staying in hall. And in hall, all of the toilets are basically like outside of the room. Shit. So yeah. I was like holding in my pee while waiting for the service people to come to ask for permission to go to the toilet. Oh my god. Yeah, it was it's so quiet. Oh my <laughs> god. <sighs> yeah, but by the way, it was the exact same team like two male officers and one female NEA officer yeah they they dealt with my shit for two hours straight and just one person for one person like me right they have to stay with the person until the entire process is like done and for Mm -hmm. you it's even longer because there's a lot of like hierarchy the bureaucratic like procedures that we have to go through so it's I just cannot imagine like how much of a sacrifice they are like doing. That poor lady had to climb up four floors up my hall because my hall has no lift. And then mm-hmm. they have to help me carry my suitcases just to move yeah. into the facility. So really those people, you know, our frontline workers, a lot of people don't see what they are doing for Singapore, but really it's it's already more than you think. And back then there were very little officers actually attached to yeah. contact tracing in a given area. So Really, we I feel like we need to show them more appreciation, like even now, mm. because right now they are hiring even more MOH temp officers. Yeah, oh god, you you talking about this reminds me about one more thing during quarantine. They called three times a day. Oh, right, we talked about, about that. Yeah, this is why we, we started podcast. Okay, this is our first episode, man. We're okay. gonna improve from then on, okay? Okay, yeah, seriously. But- so they call every single day, right? Mm. And I miss it every single time. 
They call me at 6. I can't. I can't wake up at 6 a.m. My gosh. They really call at a very, very early time. I mean, maybe for us, it, we are further down the list. Oh my god, but okay. Okay. I don't know if you can tell, okay, but we're Chinese. But hey, what the hell? We can lah. Sorry. No, but, but there's something really weird, which is that uh, I think in my, in my block, there was another household that was diagnosed so their maid was in that house okay but then <laughs> when they called me they were asking so like that you have a list of chinese names then afterwards they call you um is anushri in anushri? <laughs> i was like ah huh? then they're like oh i think that is your mate i was like thinking uh sorry ah, we don't have a mate here we only got three people in the house and they're like oh are you sure? I'm like, yeah, of course. What the of heck? course, I'm sure I don't have a mate. Like, what the heck? Like, what do I get from lying? Legit. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have a mate. I so wish so I your did. mate can do the grocery shopping for you. So you, you pay $10,000. <laughs> One person can, you yeah. That's so oh stupid. God. Oh I know, my right? Gosh. Oh, then fine. The one step out, you have to pay $10,000 thing. Oh, it, it was very strict. Lah, but they didn't have... Officers, of course, just like standing outside our house or any way to confirm. But don't worry, we were very quiet. <laughs> no, but they did confirm by that you actually had to do the WhatsApp video chat, right? I didn't have to oh. do it because I was in the NTU facility. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. You all have to you have to show the surroundings if I'm not oh, wrong. Yeah, so basically, like because there are three people in the house, right? Then just nice morning, afternoon, evening. These three. Uh, these three timings, they will call each and every one of our phones mm. and then we will do WhatsApp video call. Okay, and but then, a bit awkward, right? Because I remember one time, don't know who was in the toilet, then like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I My can't sister answer was in the toilet. Yeah. So, so it, it's very weird though, but they really will check why they didn't pick up, though. Like, they will call and they will ask like, oh, uh, I tried to call <laughs> just now. What was, what was he, she doing? And then I was like, I was like, oh, uh, Sorry, yeah, she was in the toilet. <laughs> like that. That's so embarrassing. I can't. Yeah. You know, for me, right, they'll be like, Were you sleeping? <laughs> because for like three days straight, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm still sleeping. But you'll call on a later date. Then like, no worry, if you are sleeping, we'll call again until you pick up. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Airplane. I can't hear. Oh, cannot. Oh, hey. Yeah, cannot at all. Like, seriously. Nice. Okay. But yeah. So it was really awkward. Then, like, very funny because the camera will never show their face. It will be like one colored wall. It can be red or, or yellow. Yeah, then they will be like, Hello, uh, how are you doing? Any symptoms? Then they will ask like, um, for your temperature. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember. oh my god, the temperature that they give us, the Indian man, so happy. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, la, one good thing is that they really did give us like thermometers. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, but and masks as well. They slow. give us masks and thermometers. Yeah. yeah, but the thermometer is very slow. It takes a while for it to finally like beep, 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 beep. Oh my god. Yeah, it's one minute, 30 seconds. It's quite mm. it, <laughs> There was one time I forgot to take my temperature and I was on the call. I'm like, please wait, please wait, please wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the thermometer in my mouth. Just waiting for the temperature to be recorded. So yeah, yeah that's. But they are willing to wait though. They have to. They were just like, okay, we wait for you. Mm. Mm. The thing is that. Back then, there were only like, I think, a handful of officers doing contact tracing, but now they're actually finding NTU students to do contact tracing for them as well. So like, you know, the, the officer 
position. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people who don't who didn't get the internships, right? They actually like went over to MOH to help out. Yeah, I mm. think it's like a good thing to do also, since they need people and everything. But do you yeah. actually sign up for that? No, because at the point in time, I was just, uh, I think, no, I don't, I didn't, I didn't. Because I was like, thinking, would they, would they not sensi lah, but would they be scared of someone who was once a close contact? But didn't get tested. That's what I was thinking. Oh, back then you didn't get tested, huh? Technically, no lah. Because what I did was just for research, ma. Yeah, but confirm don't have ready, ma. If you think you got COVID in your butt, they still don't haul you to NCID, ma. Hmm, that's true. Yeah, uh, I keep saying go over a few, then suddenly all my Singaporean accent come out. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure they'll still understand. Yeah, I mean. Singlish is not really that difficult to understand, I think. It's just the, the way it sounds. It sounds annoying to some people. Mm. But I think it's cool. So. so, yeah, that's our part one of our circuit breaker breakdown. <laughs> How yeah. fun is that? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, any last words? <laughs> any last words? Before we end this episode, because we'll be continuously churning out yeah, episodes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, be sure to wear a mask when you go out. Uh, yeah. Mask, wash your hands. Don't uh, touch sure, your face. Oh yeah, don't touch your face. I'm sure masks and like hand sanitizers are slightly cheaper now, like at least. So if you can afford them, and you must use them, please do. Yeah, uh, what else? If possible if you have like access to the tap, go to the tap and don't just use hand sanitizer. Yeah. Just and the most important yeah. thing, if you guys need a free fabric mask, where do you go? <laughs> okay, okay. www.creight.org. Yeah, get your Our mask, website. guys. Yeah. Stay safe, stay safe. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. That's all for um, this episode. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. Hopefully, all we will see you next week. <laughs> yes. Bye. Okay. Bye.